This is a Fubar Radio podcast. You can subscribe to the app on Apple and Android. Visit foobarradio.com for more details. Carl Donnelly and Chris Martin on Fubar Radio. This is Fubar Radio. I'm Chris Martin. And I'm Carl Donnelly. Welcome to the next three hours of problem solving. And the best three hours of your life. Yeah. Probably not, actually. No. It's going to be a three hours of your life. It's going to be a portion of time in the day where you're maybe going to listen to us. I wouldn't make us the priority. I'd do other stuff. I wouldn't. Wouldn't take a time out from work for three hours. That just to they can help your work. Yeah. yeah. Just listening to two men talk. Maybe just in cleaning, cleaning while listening to us. Yeah. If you haven't uh, listened before, me and Carl are like agony uncles. Um, the worst agony uncles you'd ever Yeah, made. but then again, how qualified is Deirdre? In um, Dear Deirdre. Well, what, what's her qualification? She must have some... I Apart mean, from re- her name sounding like, starting with the same letter as Dear. I reckon she's got a degree in advice. That's not a real thing. That's not real t- most degrees aren't. That shows really. how informed we are that we think you can get advice degrees. Um, no, uh, I don't know. She's she's kind of an old, wise-sounding lady. Yeah. There wouldn't be dear Daisy. You wouldn't trust it. No. You think it was a cow giving you advice? It's <laughs> <laughs> true. But you can get in touch on uh, at Fubar Radio. It's at like Fubar Radio. Feed. Tweet us. You can call us. If you go on Fubar.com probably yes. <laughs> just google it just google i always it. think just google stuff why are we telling you you know how to use googles googles uh, then you've got there's phone numbers and loads of stuff and you can call us and we'll give you advice live on air you can yeah you can if you've got the app basically you can either right now be listening via an app on your phone yeah which and people keep uh messaging in about when is the android app available it's available next week so there just we go. go on you can listen you're probably listening on the website right now to find out that information but um, next week, Android will be live. If you're listening on your app, you can just press buttons and stuff, can't you? To yeah, you press uh, the envelope button. It gives you all the options. It gives you the phone number, the, the email number, and the tweet number. <laughs> good, good info um, there. Cheers, man. And I, later on, actually, we're going to be telling people how they can get a year's free subscription. Yes. We've got like, loads of... Is that where we give them a code? Yeah, we've got a co- we've been given a code each. Are we each. teasing it? We've, well, we've been given a code each where we can let 500 people have a f- year's free subscription. That's well, a thousand between us. That's a lot. I don't know if you did the math. It's an army, that. mate. It's an that army. an army of... Uh, could go take over Holloway Road on that. What, just people on their iPhones yeah. listening to some radio? Nah, it's got enough manpower and, and will. We could do anything. That's a thousand that. people. Think how much stuff we could smash up with a thousand before we got stopped. True. How much... How many shops do you reckon we could ram raid before we got all arrested? Ah, if you had a thousand, you could do the whole of Oxford Street. <laughs> I reckon you could just go right down every shop. Yeah. Why do people always smash the windows in if the door's open? <laughs> well, they, yeah, I don't know. It's, well, it's, it's the mob mentality. I can just get carried away. Yeah, I definitely, I would get carried away. If you're away. in a mob, you're not going to politely walk in. Yeah. Good day. I reckon when the riots happened in London, what was it? Um, 2012, wasn't it? Yeah, great days. Great, good time. I know it's 2011. So it was the year before the Olympics. Yes. That was a very different summer uh, yeah. atmosphere in yeah. London. But um, I reckon at least 70% of those rioters just were walking past saw somebody kicking in JD Sports and thought let's do it yeah you just see a few bits that thing in it where you like join a queue at the airport you go oh that's that's where we can now stand up and get on the plane <laughs> even though you can't you just join it yeah but like that with more windows getting smashed and people getting mugged yeah I reckon I'm only a few circumstances away from ram raiding the shop I'd love to ram raid oh, the shop yeah absolutely I reckon if I lost control of my car on a road and it started veering towards a shop you just I'd just commit it, to it, it ram raid dive out Grab stuff, dive back you in. You know when they cut the brakes on a car in movies? Is that a real thing? Because I always brakes thought... Brakes nowadays can't have just a bit of string. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> we've they, gone beyond that Yeah, I, you'd think so. 
Um, but then again, someone stole out of my sister's car. She, the other day she went, yeah, someone just stole the uh, windscreen washer uh, device. What? The windscreen washer fluid container. Someone, that's all they nicked from her car. So, <laughs> so they like went to the effort of opening up the bonnet and they just nicked that. <laughs> Why? I don't know. What Maybe, car she got? Dirty windscreens. She's got my old white car, Nissan Micra. So reliable. That is, um, 100,000 miles on it, mate. Really? Never really had any problems. Made makes a lot of noise. But runs forever. Runs, <laughs> runs forever. Conversation. Yeah, oh, great car. Run forever. But maybe it's because that's quite an old car. Maybe them them tanks are hard to find these days. Maybe yeah. So someone was like jackpot. Let's yeah. nick that. And basically, only people that own them cars are old ladies. <laughs> a white Nissan Micra. <laughs> she got a bonnet ripped up by an old lady called Deirdre. Um, we need to say also we've got guests coming in second hour. Eric Lampere. Eric Lampere. Comedian. Comedian. Massive uh, gums. He's known for it. I know. That's, no, he's, his Twitter feed is like the gum show. The gum show. He's got You'll recognise him. Uh, as the not guy by his the, voice. Off the Viva advert. He was the Viva advert. He's in an advert um, for Sky with Bruce Willis. He's very, very... You're telling us about Bruce Willis, hopefully. Yeah, definitely. Who I saw an interview with and he looked like a dick, actually. He is. I think he's a bit off the... Yeah, he's, he's not all there, is he, Bruce? It's weird that he's an action star and he just started off in moonlighting with a <laughs> civil shepherd. He was just like a receding yeah. man. Just a receding <laughs> head, sort of businessman-y looking guy. Yeah. Next thing you know, put on a vest. Put on a vest and glass in your feet. Action hero for the next 30 That's years. It, um, we're also going to be playing a couple of games with him. Guess yeah. what I'm eating. Good game, man. Swear someone eats something and you guess what it is. <laughs> it's pretty self-explanatory. And... Was there something else we were going to do? There's loads of stuff, mate. We've got yes. loads to talk about. I might have a little talk about my night last night. Yeah, tell us. You, you, you're you in a bad mood, Carl. Normally, really... You're normally happy-go-lucky, gentlemen. Do you know what? I'm actually all right now. But last night, I uh, did a gig in Canterbury. And then I got the last train back to Ashford International, where I was going to make the connecting train, which was the last uh, high-speed train back to London. Turns out it's just the last train. They don't need to say high-speed if it's the last one. Just let me know that. I got off at uh, Ashford and walked over to the other platform, and the train had gone. And another guy was really out of breath. He'd sprinted and didn't. Make as in, like, it. did you did you see it just drift off into the distance? I saw it. It was pulling away as I was. Right, it, it. I just caught the end of it pulling out of the station as I was coming up the stairs. And then just the train guy was such a prick. I literally was like, "Mate, was that the last train to London?" He went, "Yeah." And I went, "So how am I going to get back to London?" He went, "You can't." Oh, I when they do that, and the I was worst. like, "Hang on!" I was like, "Hang on, mate!" Oh. I just got off the connecting train and walked over here, and that's gone. Surely there is there's been a, a mistake here. And he went, "No, we kept it for four minutes." I was like, "You definitely didn't, mate." I got straight off that train and walked under a flipping underpass, and now I'm here. That did not take me four minutes. Yeah. And I didn't do like a few laps before I got here. <laughs> and, and the other guy had sprinted, so the other guy got there before me and didn't make it. And he was like, "No, nah, we left it four minutes." And we were like, "You didn't, mate. You're absolutely lying." And then and then I said to him. Like how long's the normal? Like our one must have come in a few minutes late. I said, "How long's the normal changeover?" He goes, six minutes." And I went, "Why don't you hold the train for six minutes?" He went, "Couldn't." I was like, "Well, then you just told us you didn't keep it for long enough for us to make it." Oh. And it just went back and forth. Big so argument. It's the arrogance. Oh, I wanted. To, I know it sounds horrible. But I definitely wanted to just knock him out. And I'm not a violent man, but he pushed me to that. Oh, and mate. in the end, just having a real go at him, and he just goes, "Hold on one second And he walks away and comes back with leaflets to make, fill in to make a complaint. I hate like, that. That does not help where I've got to stay tonight. I had to find a hotel in Ashford. Eighty-five pound it cost me to stay in a Holiday Inn, oh. and thirty-two pounds this morning to get back to London. It's bullshit. Yeah. But Southeastern trains, guys, 
Let's uh, let's start a campaign. To what time was the last train? Burn their offices down. Uh, say again. <laughs> Sorry, that's really. <laughs> and if they don't like it, they can fill in a complaint form. Yeah, you have to stick it up. Your I ass. hate that the complaint form things. I like just fill in a form. You're like, that's annoying. It's like because you know what? I reckon nine out of ten times people can't be asked to fill in a thing. Definitely going to be asked. And also, there's no thing on the form to uh, write to who it was who was an asshole to you. Not there's no nothing for that. And there's also it's just basically your train ticket. Like, there's nothing that says if you had to stay in a hotel for a night. Really? Yeah, it doesn't give you the option. So I'm going to have to tr- find a way. Of, I'm going to go above their heads. Ryanair, you can, they've only got a fax line. That is unacceptable. Are <laughs> you serious? Are you serious? They've oh only got God. a fax line. It's ridiculous. I remember once we got a flight, it was, it was really delayed because um, a pigeon had gone in the, in the engine. <laughs> and they literally had to wait for a man to come and just check. It's like, obviously, you know when you're complaining, like, it's really good they actually have What these do you mean it had gone in? So basically on the flight oh, down, while it was, oh, on while the way before it landed. I thought you meant while it was landed, a pigeon just walked in and wouldn't come out. No. <laughs> so I just coax him out. <laughs> they needed like a sort of Steve Irwin as a pigeon was. <laughs> um, I don't know how you call a pigeon. Get that old lady from Home Alone 2. Chips. They like chips. <laughs> they do like a Have chip. I told you about the time I, um, me and my friend Richard Mills, we were sitting outside of McDonald's at college and we uh, dropped some chips on the floor and there was loads of pigeons around. And honestly, we watched them eat them. Have you ever seen a pigeon eat a chip? Because they don't have the, they don't have the ability. <laughs> it's not a sentence that you'd ask me. <laughs> they don't have, an, have the ability to break a chip up. And, you know, McDonald's fries sometimes, I'd say, would be nearing five inches long. Yeah, I think we can agree on that. At the top of the pack, at the bottom, you just get the little. Obviously, ones. I'm not talking about the little shit ones. Pigeons can manage those. I'm talking the long ones. Yeah, pigeons obviously can't cut them up. Uh, so what they do is just grab the end and just swing their head aggressively until enough breaks off that they can oh, manage. Wow. But what that means is a lot of times it f- slips out of their mouth and it's like a bullet. They just chuck them around the place and they were just, they were doing it next to a pot and they basically just were zinging these chips at a pot. So me and Rich just watched them do it for like half an hour, just wow. laughing. So it was like a bell going off every time one of them hit it. <laughs> Good story. It's a good story. Welcome to Fubar Radio, guys. Welcome <laughs> to Fubar Radio. Stories about pigeons why, eating chips. Why you know why we don't have any knowledge on anything is because uh, in his youth, Carl spent time <laughs> watching pigeons throw chips at bottles. Bunked off college just to watch that. You know when someone's like, I'm going to bunk.